0: Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. What can we say? The, the Mishnah in Masechet Rosh Hashanah is very well known. But I'll repeat it for everybody that's here. The Mishnah goes on to describe four different Rosh Hashanahs. There are four different Rosh Hashanahs. There's Rosh Hashanah, Lashanim, Layovlot, Lema'aser The First Mishnah of Rosh Hashanah describes all of it, and there's different dates throughout the year. We are most familiar with the one on Aleph Tishrei, which is our own Rosh Hashanah holiday, where people are judged. But then the Mishnah says that according to Bet Shammai, the first of Shabbat is the new year for the trees. And Bet Hillel says it is on the 15th. Tonight is the 15th of Shabbat. Almost always we follow the opinion of Bet Hillel, and that's why we celebrate Tu Bishvat, on two, Bishvat, Tetvab Vav Shabbat, and the 15th of Shabbat. And the Gemara on this Mishnah poses a question. The Gemara asks, why is this day chosen? What's special about this day, the 15th of Shabbat, as the Rosh Hashanah? And the Gemara answers that at this time of the year, most of the rain has actually fallen in the land of Israel. Most of the rain has fallen in the land of Israel. In fact, uh, my father was just showing me today that Israel is experiencing some very, very heavy flooding in some of the cities. And some of the videos were quite shocking to see, like cars totally immersed in water. So by this point of the rainy season, Israel has experienced most of the rains. So what? So what have they experienced most of What does it have to do with the new year for the trees? So Rashi, on this Gemara, explains that at this time, the sap, the sap of the tree, rises in the tree, inside, and allows the tree to produce new fruit. Our holy books describe the deep significance with regards to this Rosh Hashanah, and this essential sap. What I'm about to say tonight was written by the holy Tosher Rebbe, the great uh, Tzaddik who lived in Montreal and is buried in Montreal. And I saw this written in one of his sefarim. If you pay attention to the Mishnah, the Mishnah doesn't write that on the 15th of Shevat it is a Rosh Hashanah la ilanot for the trees in plural, although that's how the song goes, but that's not how the Mishnah Mm -hmm. writes it. It states, Rosh Hashanah Lailan. Lailan is singular. And it alludes to the tree, the tree of knowledge, the tree, the etz hadat, that Adam Harishon ate from. And on this day, On Tu bishvat, there is a special power that is brought to the world to atone for this sin that Adam and Chava committed. And it cleanses the stain that actually still penetrates the earth and every single Jew living on earth. You see, when Adam Arishon ate from the tree, he created an evil mixture. This mixture of good and evil that spread itself throughout all of creation. And it's only until Mashiach arrives, Bimirabi Amenu, that that mixture of good and evil will be eradicated. And therefore, every single day of our lives, today, on 2 5782, January 16th, 2022. Every single day, it's our job to make that distinction, to discern between the good and the evil and separate the two. Every food that we eat, every inanimate object that we come upon, every plant and life force, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu provided for mankind to use, it's for us to draw out the good from the bad and to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with it. Every day on earth, we have this mission. And the moment that that purpose is fulfilled, then the tikkun, the rectification, will be complete. This is why the tzaddikim, are constantly unified with God. Because they are constantly striving to determine how they can take absolutely everything around them, every object that is physical, and raise that object to levels of holiness that are godly. Drawing out the spiritual from the physical. And they would do that through different Sodot and secrets. They would mumble holy names of Akados Baruchu. These are levels of Kedusha that we're just not used to. But they are. It is said of the great Jose mi Lublin, who lived in Lublin, Poland, one of the great Sadiqim in the last couple of centuries, that he was so immersed in his Sefarim, in his holy books when he was studying, that any time someone called him to speak to him, before he lifted his eyes and benefited from what he was about to see physically, whether it was a person or the things around him, he would recite one of the holy names of God. This was the Chosea Milublin. So now what does this mean for us? How are we, the non sadiqim the benonim, how are we able to rectify this? And the answer is, says the Tosher Rebbe, with what's called a koach hadat, a strength, the strength, the power of knowledge. A knowledge that can only arrive when man doesn't engage in the material aspects of this world for his own pleasure and for his own benefit. Because when I do that, All I'm doing is I'm imitating the animal, the animal who doesn't have da'at. But when a person performs his avodat Hashem, his service of God with proper da'at, the proper mindset, yes, he can easily distinguish between the good and the bad, between the two opposites. By the way, this is the reason why the beracha of havdalah on Motzei Shabbat the paragraph of Atah Honantanu, which distinguishes between Kodesh and Hol, HaMavdir Ben Kodesh LeHol, the holy and the mundane, this is the reason why this blessing is found in the Bracha of Honen HaDat, in the first blessing of knowledge. This is the reason why knowledge is the first out of the 13 blessings where we ask God for whatever we need. Because if we merit to have that da'at, that knowledge, then now we can engage in life in a much more impactful and meaningful way. We can ask for things with a strong belief that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will provide them for us. Say the Chachamim. What day of the year do we receive this Kowach Hadat? When do we receive this power of knowledge? The Chachamim tell us on Tubishvat, on the 15th of Shevat, Because it's on this day that the fruits begin the process of growing through the sap that is rising inside the tree. The sap is the force that allows the tree to produce. It's what gives the tree life. And so too, the koa hadat is what keeps man going and allows us to produce. Because man is like a tree. Ki ha And through this power of knowledge, we are able to separate the good and the bad from everything that we do. This is the deeper meaning of the Mishnah. On this day, the 15th of Shabbat, is Rosh Hashanah of the Ilan. On this day, the tree, tree of knowledge merited to come to rectification because mankind has been showered with an amazing force to rectify that sin of Adam and Haba. Tonight, we have the custom to taste different types of fruit because through every single blessing that we say on the fruit... Every beracha that we say with kavana, with concentration, the beracha that we recited before the consumption of the fruit, and the beracha that we're soon going to recite afterwards, the beracha harona, with each recital, we are rectifying each one of those fruits. And we are drawing out the positive energy, the holy energy that is embedded inside of it. Of Hayim Vital writes in the name of his rabbi, the great Ari HaKadosh, something unbelievable and incredible. Look what he writes. The way for man to achieve and reach a level of Ruach HaKodesh. I'm going to stop right here. Ruach HaKodesh. Ruach HaKodesh was reserved for the Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochais. That was reserved for the Ari. That was reserved for the, the Babasalis. Ruach HaKodesh. Who has... The Ari is telling us a secret. You want to reach a level of ruach hakodesh. How do you do it? He says through the birkot hanehenin bekavana. Any blessing on something that you are going to benefit and enjoy and derive pleasure from. Every beracha that you say on food, your mezonot, your haetz your Ha'adama, your Hagefin, your Shehakol, your Hamotzi, a blessing that you're going to derive pleasure from. When you say it with Kavanah, you will be zocheh to levels of Ruach HaKodesh. Why is that the case? Because through that blessing, you are drawing from the good, you are drawing the good from the bad. The food becomes Totally spiritual. So that now when it enters your body, it can annul the coarse material inside your body and brings your entire self to complete spirituality. This is why, like I mentioned, we have a custom tonight to eat the etrog. Because according to the Midrash Rabbah, the tree where Adam Arishon ate from was an etrog tree. We say, let the fruit clean the mess of the tree. Mm-hmm. The Gemaran in Berachot, the Lamed Hey with Bet tells us that anyone who eats without a beracha is like God forbid he robs Hakadosh Baruch and Knesset Israel. Gozel me Hakadosh Baruch Why is it so? Well, on a very simple level, sim- simply God's the one that gave us the food. Hazanet Akol. That's God's job. He provides sustenance and panasah for each one of us. And we need to be thankful. We need to bless him. And when we don't, then it's being ungrateful and we're stealing from him. That's a very simple level of that gemara. But on a deeper level, HaKadosh Baruch is standing and he's waiting for the sin of the Eitz Hada'ah to be rectified. Because the final redemption, the Geulah Shlema, is dependent on it. This rectification, this Tikkun, will be realized through the blessings that a person makes in this world on things that he derives pleasure from, like food and drink. So, if a person eats and drinks without a beracha, it is God forbid, pushing the Geulah away. And there's no greater robbery than that. So tonight and tomorrow, Tu the day when we bask in the unbelievable power of Daat of knowledge, we need to take upon ourselves to be more meticulous when it comes to the blessings that we recite before the food that we consume, the food that we intake. Let us be careful with all the laws of the seudah of the meal the table that we set in front for hakados Hu. there are so many laws that we need to be that we need to adhere to the laws of netilat yadayim in itself has so many the vessel we use the water we use how to pour the water on our hands how to raise our hands after washing, how to dry our hands, and then you get to the Hamosi, holding the bread with all ten fingers, what to think about when reciting the Berachah. Each one of these laws, when a person fulfills them, he pieces together a large puzzle, which we call the puzzle of tikkun. We call this a tikkun. And if we are to be mindful the, of them the way that we should be. When we raise this food into a level of total Kedusha, we are able to completely distinguish between the good and the bad. And that's how we bring total rectification that HaKadosh Baruch Paruchu and his Shekhinah wait patiently for every day. And that's how we can bring the ultimate Ge'ulah that will come to us. Bimenabi Amenu. Amen.